Podcaster, I hardly know her. (laughs) Meet Megan Bryant. She's an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids, a comedian, a super energetic improv trainer, and an award-winning author. Megan is passionate about creating happier, healthier human connections through humor. This podcast dives into all sorts of topics that tackle personal growth, professional strategies, and sharing positive messages to build up the communities around us. Each of us can make an impact. So keep in mind that you don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Thank you for tuning in. This is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. And here's your host, Megan Bryant. Oh, I just pulled this episode together super quick because I was feeling it. Um, It is about time. I really, really love the marking of time. Um, And it happens to be the one-year anniversary of the I Hardly Know Her podcast. So what better time to have some fairly random, seemingly random, you guys, if you're listening to this, you already know how I roll. Uh, there was just kind of a myriad of thoughts jumbled in my brain today around time and just how days keep coming and um, with all the all the good and the bad that is encompassed in life and how it really, in my life, makes a difference the more aware I can be of time and how to be effective with it. And there's a lot of background noises in this episode because I was just using my headset while I was... Um, at my desk between stuff for my day job and the kids playing and right now I'm recording this little intro thing while I'm rinsing a bunch of bungus out of my dish. Uh, dish? What am I saying? My sink. A dish in the sink. Doesn't matter. Anyway, thanks for stopping by the I Hardly Know Her podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so I am just recording this right now because I feel like it. usually I wait until I'm in like a super good mood or like the arrangement is right. I I don't know. I actually didn't used to when I started doing this podcast, I would maybe do it while I was just outside taking a break from the day or whatever it is. But uh, anyway, first of all, I'm actually in a really super bad mood at the moment and feeling pretty grumpy, um, a little bit disgruntled about a few things that are out of my control that I have to deal with. Plus, I'm on my period. I've had more caffeine than usual today. I just keep feeling my jaw being clenched. My back is achy from just being mad. I'm just I'm feeling really angry today. And my workload is crazy at the moment and my emotions are swinging a lot. Um, just totally on high pendulum mode from just like a slew of little personal things that I'm navigating through. And it's like, I just feel like sometimes I can't even catch a breath for like five seconds before something else super crappy hits the fan that I have to deal with. And I know I'm not alone in that. And so the the purpose of starting this in a bad mood is just that A lot of times I kind of wait until I have processed through and calm down or talk to a friend or whatever. And then I'll like try to be all like calm and collected. And uh, when I do my podcast, but I don't always feel that way. And because I am a verbal processor, why not just go ahead and capture an episode while I'm at it? Because honestly, I don't record episodes as often as I wanted, as I well as I thought I would have when I started this. Yesterday, Facebook reminded me that it was my one year anniversary from when I launched this podcast. And right at that moment, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, 
I was kind of mad when I saw it because I was like, dang, a whole year has already happened. And I have not even hardly scratched the surface of things that I really wanted to. In fact, staring right now at my laptop of my Trello board of what I use for my organizer of all my different projects, my books, my social media posts I want to do, and my weekly newsletter that barely ever goes out every few months if I'm lucky. Just all these things that are on my radar, including just a whole slew of podcast outlines, and I just haven't even gotten to them um, because it's like, oh, the timing's not right, and blah, blah, blah. And so I was first like, oh my gosh, I've gone this whole year, and I've had like not even 40 episodes, and it just really made me feel like I fell short of what my own expectations were, and then I started to think, well, what are what were my expectations when I started this? I, I very loosely set some. So my point with that is that sometimes here's what here's what my takeaway. Here's what my takeaway was when I looked at my Facebook memories from uh, yesterday was that I scrolled and actually realized how um, how much I have been accomplishing. Like immediately I initially in so many cases, I'll look at where I'm falling short and um, and I start to go, oh, here's what I missed on this. Here's what, where I could have been a better mom or man. when I yelled at the, my kids at that one point, or just my house is a mess. And ugh, just even looking around my house right now is traumatizing because I really don't like clutter at all. Um, but quite often I look at things, um, at whatever my goal was, even if it was not super fine tuned. And I will immediately look at what I have done wrong or have been inefficient with or whatever. And so then I kept scrolling. So that was my first Facebook memory was, look at this. You had um, one year ago was when you started your podcast. Then I kept scrolling and then it turned out that for each of the past several years, there was these different touch points of when my book, someone had tagged me in buying a copy of my book and they had just started reading it. There was a presentation that I did at a marketing event um, about using improv in your content creation. And that was from um, two years ago or three years ago, it was like, you know, on all of these things, it's on this day, however many years ago. And it went through all of these different things that I had accomplished. Someone had copied or tagged me in a, a comedy event one year. One of them was about, um, an open mic I had gone to from like nine or 10 years ago and just realizing, holy crap, there actually has been a lot of things. Like I've done a lot of really cool and exciting things and, they don't always, well, no, they never turn out the way I originally pictured. And yet there's, there's value in still putting in the effort. And so with this podcast, uh, there's a lot of things I thought I would have already captured the episodes on. And, um, and, and it's okay. It's okay that the timeline hasn't worked out the way that I kind of wanted just a little bit more frequency because truthfully, it's fun to do the podcast when I am in the mood and it's a great way to connect and still process through things that I am dealing with in life and things that I'm learning and also like makes a few bucks because of my awesome listeners who are so diligent about spending some time with me and all of those things really, really help to allow my um, content creation and the creativity part of things and story sharing, all those things that I feel like I just love to do. Um, and, and it also reminded me, so as I was scrolling through all the different memories throughout the past 10 years, um, 
just on Facebook, on just that one day in Facebook, uh, it reminded me of how much I value time and the marking of time and using time wisely. Um, the anniversary of starting something, having an idea and recognizing where time goes. Like, do we use it wisely or are we being wasteful with it? Um, and then the time that I spend when I'm in a bad mood, when I am in a bad mood, I usually, at least one of the things I like about myself is that I recognize it. I am really like sometimes painfully self-aware. And so if I'm upset about something, I like to notice it, acknowledge it, accept that it's happening. And like just as swiftly as I can figure out how to process out of it, because every second that I'm spending being mad or discouraged or or embarrassed about something that I'm think I could have done better or just feeling like a failure, like any of those things that are in that negative space, the quicker I can wrap my head around it and then navigate out of it, the better. And so, you know, every, every moment that ticks by every second that is wasted in being, no, not wasted. That's not the word I meant. That is um, consumed though by, uh, anger or disappointment or any of those feelings are moments that I'm missing with being productive and feeling confident and playing with my kids and, and doing one more little task. Like some days I'm feeling really discouraged and unmotivated, especially during all of this like lockdown scenario we've been in during the, the COVID-19 pandemic. And I know I'm not alone in it because I'm reading people's posts about it every day. People are, um, toggling between feeling very productive and doing all their honey-do lists and, and home crafts and blah, blah, blah. And then other people just talking about binge watching Netflix and whatever else. And none of those things are wrong. And I think myself, like a lot of other people that from what I can tell is that it's all the things it's some days I am on it and I can get a lot of work done and be very task oriented and feel, um, light and fluffy and take some time to be, um, to like plan out, um, my, my strategy and journal a little bit and listen to, uh, some positive music or read a couple of chapters of a good book. And some days I'm really on my A game. And some days I wake up like today where I just felt heavy. Like it just felt like, you know, not like it was going to be a good day. And I thought to myself, right when I woke up, I was like, Oh no, it's going to not be a good day. And then as soon as I said that in my mind, I was like, "Uh -uh, Nope, we can't allow that to be the case because I don't want to just wallow in it. And so when I think about time, like time is one of the most precious and valuable things. And, um, and so, like I said, again, a minute ago, I don't think it's a waste when we are letting ourselves feel the, all the feelings because they're very important. And the emotions that we feel are indicators of things that we either don't like or do like and listening and cataloging those things are super important so that we can hopefully steer ourselves in the way as best as possible, as often as possible towards the things that bring us joy and bring us satisfaction in our work and feelings of validation as an individual. And, um, and I have those moments too, where I feel like I'm an awesome mom and, and not immediately cleaning up my kids forts, even though it drives me nuts when things are just all over the place. And um, like, I know that there's those wins. And so just dialing in and really recognizing 
where I'm at is really helpful and valuable. Now, I I like it to to be able to see the progress of things and like celebrating anniversaries and birthdays and how awesome it is, you know, we've made it another year or whatever. And and then I really just see the value though in each day. I mean, within this one day, I've already had a whole range of emotions. I mean, overall, I've been a little stompy because I've just been, you know, swamped with work stuff. And then I thought a, a reminder to myself, well, I'm grateful I have work right now that I can do from home. Some of my work, I can't because it got canceled and that made me really freaking upset. Um, but then I got to look at the things I can do. And so I posted the other day about my books that I had on hand from a conference that I was supposed to speak at and I would normally sell a few dozen books at a conference or more. And so I just sold some online, you know, like we don't have to stay stuck in the feelings of, um, of uncertainty and, and whatever, and those negative things. But so just, it just like in today, I feel like I'm all over the board. I'm sorry, but I have already felt like the grumpiness, but also there's been a couple of moments of just feeling okay. Like while I was preparing something to eat around lunchtime, I was singing along with a song that was playing on the Alexa. And, and when I sing and dance around and stuff, I feel happy and played out in the yard just only for like 10 or 15 minutes between calls today um, with my kids and feeling the wet grass under my feet from the sprinkler and the warm sunshine and just like taking those moments to register and appreciate um, is super important because um, it just is like I am truly grateful to even have health and wake up every day to um, the potential that is there whether or not I decide to take it, uh, you know, is debatable from from day to day. Sometimes I have to tackle every day a, a minute at a time because some days are heavier than than others. Uh, during just this past month, I I'm being faced with changing my housing arrangement. I was looking at trading in my vehicle and changing things budget wise and having some shifts in my romantic space and. Um, having my kids actually a little bit less time than usual because they've been able to spend time with their dad and stepmom, um, who have a little bit more flexibility with their calendar than I do right now. And so not being able to have a babysitter when I'm working, uh, you know, there's just all these different things. And so there's not really any sense of normalcy at the moment. Um, and yet it's not terrible. It's just like, okay, now here's the next thing that I need to deal with. And what are the next steps? And just like really trying to take action and then stopping to ball on the steps when I'm on the way up to the bathroom. And that sometimes is what I need to do is just cry that deep, like hurt your throat because you're crying so hard and ugly grossness. Um, and then and then get up and keep going up the stairs and finish whatever task is. Um I hope I'm not alone in it, but I guess if I'm the rogue person who laughs one minute and is deeply sorrowful and bawling uh, in a corner the next minute, if, uh, if I'm the only one that does that, I guess that's my special trait. But I highly doubt that I'm the only one that's experiencing such big swings. Um, sometimes, though, just I don't know why these feel like they blend together to me, but they do for whatever reason, that just so much of our life is when we set goals and expectations on ourselves, like so much of it doesn't actually match up or line up to those expectations. And then we can often get caught up on the things that went wrong instead of the things that went right. And I feel this way about like 
special events and holidays and things like that. Like, like admittedly, like I really like the Christmas season, like the whole season. I just like the, the warmth of, of, uh, you know, a fire and the glow of Christmas lights on my tree in, in my house and just the festivity of music and, and people kind of, for whatever reason, just during that season, sometimes feeling like, um, they get out of the funk and try to serve others. And I like the feeling of certain seasons, uh, the holidays themselves though, I could totally do without just because so much is commercialized and expectations are set that it's like kids these days think that you're supposed to just get a buttload of toys for everything, not just for Christmas, but for every everything is supposed to be like this elaborate holiday and Easter and whatever, all these things that are supposedly centered around for so many religious people, um, like Christ like things and uh, or the birth or death or whatever of our savior, whichever holiday we're talking about. And yet it's supposed to be sugared up with all sorts of novelty candies and presents and bullcrap. And I just hate that because it doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. Crap doesn't matter to me. Acquiring things is one of the most irritating things ever. Just having bins of toys. I just want to throw stuff in the garbage. Um, And then it just skews the whole purpose of our life and existence. And, um, and sometimes we wait because of that, like we might wait for a special occasion to do something big, like people in proposing, on Valentine's Day or whatever, like picking these really monumental things and setting those bars so high that if anything goes wrong, it can be so much more devastating. And what if you miss the opportunity for something to be perfect because you waited for a certain date? Like at some point last year, I was I was in a really big funk about holidays and um, and it, it kind of only got enhanced because some of my like the the family stuff um, with like not always having my kids on holidays and whatever. So I, on the one hand, it's just actually more of a complicated calendaring thing, but I don't really care about doing special things for holidays. I mean, I do, I still do some fun things because I'm a mom and I don't want to be a huge jerk and have terrible memories, but I also love to do special things all year round. So at one point last year, it was on a Wednesday and I baked a cake and made it all pretty and put decorations. and got this really special candle that you light this wick and then it fans out and it turns into like 20 candles or something and it rotates and it plays the birthday song with this just awful high pitched, like squeaking sound. And it keeps going and going until you bash it to bits, which is what we discovered uh, with my kids. You cannot turn it off. Uh, eventually we took it outside and smashed it with a hammer and it was surprisingly resilient. Um, but we just sang um, to the tune of the birthday song about how how it was just Wednesday and we were all healthy and alive and there was it was just a regular day that we were spending together and then that to me those are the moments that are that I want to focus on and 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 um, capitalize I guess on when I have those the strength for it like sometimes too I don't know exactly how every day is going to go. And so I'd rather just ride the wave when I'm feeling really capable and strong and healthy and then allow myself the grace when I am crashing and burning and need a few minutes to just be miserable and feel the weight of the world and, um, and be a little consumed by the uncertainty of life. And that way I can really appreciate even more those moments, um, that happen like, and, um, there's so many little random things, guys. 
just bear with me or not. Maybe you're not even listening by now. Oh, obviously, if you just heard me say that, you're still listening, but you're welcome to turn it off whenever you want. Oh my gosh, I need to talk about why I just said that. When I have this weird habit of giving, like giving people permission to leave before they even think about it sometimes. Um, I'm going to unpack that in one of these episodes. I'm just not emotionally ready to do about my patterns with my romantic life um, because I will preface things sometimes to almost invite people to just go ahead and leave. Like I assume people are eventually going to want to leave my space and that stems from my daddy issues and my abandonment issues um, that I've really done a lot of work to understand and work away from. But because I do that on these podcasts, I recognize that it also <laughs> bleeding over into this area of my life where I'm like, it's okay, you don't have to be here. I'll just be fine over here by myself. Um, but kind of pushing people away before they have a chance to leave. Like it's this weird expectation I have accidentally set for myself in the past and I'm working on it. Uh, but what I was going to say before I just tangented into my own um, psyche there is that like, I really love wearing big, fancy, sparkly earrings and just cool, funky stuff. And I used to just not wear them because I thought I had to have a special occasion. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to wear these cool, blingy earrings next time I go on a date or next time I, that was a terrible example because I'm like never taken on dates, but <laughs> like for shows or for whatever. And then I just decided one day that that was stupid. And so like when I'm wearing screen printed t-shirts or just whatever, or even when I'm just out like wearing workout clothes for the day, I'll still put earrings on because they're fun and I love them and they bring me joy and they're bright and they make me smile. And, and so simple things that we need to do to, um, find joy in that moment. Like, I don't really care what other people think about my earrings. I bought them because I love them. So if I'm wearing them and I have to look at myself in the mirror from time to time, anytime I visit the bathroom or whatever, I have a mirror in my office that I will catch a glimpse of um, and use it. Sometimes I've talked about in the past, like if I am in a grumpy mood, I do straight up, no joke, look in a mirror sometimes and smile at myself. Okay. Sounds good. Um, okay. Don't worry. My kid is just borrowing my rubber gloves for something in the backyard. I don't know, but I'm sure I'll find out in a minute. Um, but when I catch a glimpse in the mirror, why wouldn't I want to see myself wearing the cool things that I have like that I either bought for myself because I loved them or that I was gifted because I have amazing friends who know I love wild crazy bold earrings and so I have like a crap ton of glorious earrings and so that's like it just puts all of the value into every day essentially I think that's the the main theme of, of this episode is that every day matters every minute matters and not that it has to be productive and like we're just always slaying uh, our task list with just amazing skill and, um, and whatever. It's just that every moment really does matter. And then having that awareness helps me to be the most effective as possible and to embrace my own experience of my life in, in every moment. Like, oh my gosh, I just... I don't know if it's healthy to have this much appreciation and respect for time. Um, it's, we just never know when it'll be over. And the times that I have been sick and the times that I've been not comfortable in my own skin because I'm not eating healthy or just have weird body image hangups or the times that I, um, 
feel like I've made a poor choice for anything, either personally or professionally, like those, I just really value those so that I can make a different choice next time the option comes up. Or if I fumble again, then I just sit in it for a moment and then keep doing it because unfortunately the lessons never stop. And especially uh, lately with uh, the home buying process that I've been going through um, and evaluating like so many things that I, I just thought I already knew about myself and about um, trying to not be too futuristic, but also like recognizing that buying a home is a big step and I don't want to just be super willy nilly. Um, but it's just all of those little things. Um, sometimes it's painful to feel like you aren't sure if you're making the right choice. But even if you make a wrong choice, then you can see why it might not be the best choice for you again in the future. And without the poor decisions and the pain points and the crap that gets thrown in our faces, we won't recognize maybe as as deeply and appreciatively of the things that are not crappy. We can be that much more um, grateful for wonderful friends and family and people that support us in the community and for talents that we have that we maybe don't use as often as we should because we're second guessing ourselves. Um, I find myself sometimes feeling like I, I don't know what to do with myself sometimes because I'm a little, I'm a little much even for myself at times. It's just like this huge level of Megan-ness that exists and, and I don't always know what to do with it because I, I see myself in a lot of different capacities and, and in some moments and in some formats, the Megan shows up one way. Like if I'm on stage performing, um, even if I don't really feel like I'm the funniest person ever, I know that I can make people laugh and I've seen it. I see their faces and I hear the laughter um, and I've seen pictures. So I know it's true. And yet I, um, because I cry a lot and I'm super sensitive and highly, highly emotional person. Um, I feel like I'm sometimes still doing it wrong. I'm, I'm doing com uh, the role of a comedian wrong because I'm also really tender hearted. Cause I've also, I've been in comedy shows, performing in comedy shows, um, like for corporate, uh, audiences where, um, I also shift into storytelling mode. Uh, and, and there will be tender moments where I will cry on stage and then I still know better than to end it without um, coming back to a laugh and uh, giving that relief that people need when we hear something that um, pivots us into the, those more thoughtful moments, maybe. Um, but it's really unusual to sometimes feel like I don't exactly know what to do with my own skills and feeling like all these years are passing and 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 I don't know exactly where I'm going with them yet. But I do remember... Um, when I was 29, which was 10 years ago, I did my very first comedy show, like a live comedy show. I had started doing uh, stand-up as um, like at open mics because I really wanted to do well. Um, I took a class at the University of Washington or something. They were doing this thing called the Experimental College. And uh, you could take a class about stand-up comedy. And so I flew myself to Seattle for four or five sessions or something like that. Um, I don't remember, it doesn't matter, three or four sessions where you go to a class and a stand-up comedian taught you the mechanics of stand-up, how to take a concept and flesh it out into an actual joke, um, what etiquette was with how to hold the microphone, how to interact with the MC, how to 
um, respect the timing on stage, like where to look, where to put pauses. Like there's so much stuff crammed into this experience. And then the grand finale of that class, the final exam was to do a performance at the comedy underground in Seattle, Washington, in front of an audience packed full of friends and family of the students. Most of the students obviously were from Seattle. I like a weirdo flew myself in from Boise and, um, and it was amazing. They were only five minute sets, I think. And, uh, and I saw that I could take an idea and I could do something with it. But at the time I had, uh, one child and I didn't know for sure if I was going to have more kids. I had kind of a different, um, list of heavy things on my heart at that time in my life. And I, yet I loved comedy and I knew it was going to be a different path, but I, I didn't really know how to plan for it, you know? But I remember thinking that because I still worked um, at, a, at a bank at the time and just could not imagine ever shifting to only doing comedy full time. Um, I just remember thinking if I just work hard and I just, just try to stay as intentional as possible with knowing that I just want to share stories and make people laugh and and I'm, cry a lot and not feel terrible about it. Like if I stay true to that intention, I was like, man, if I really am diligent, then once my kids are raised, I'll really be setting myself up for some solid forties when I am able to maybe do this career uh, more on a full-time basis and not have a whole bunch of other things to have it be a sustainable plan. But um, it's just really interesting to watch myself and see all these different types of experiences I've had with different jobs that I've had over the years. And, and I did have three more kids since that time of starting comedy. And, and it's been a joy to not only step into the motherhood role and to also learn how to use the improv and the comedy skills in other ways. And um, so I do recognize those things as really amazing blessings and it's still hurts it will like all of those good wonderful positive things and yet it still hurts sometimes when I see other people and I get jealous a little bit of like people that just only focused in they sacrificed everything and they only focused in on the one thing and now they have Netflix specials or whatever else and they're just living the dream although this dream currently has them in quarantine without uh any gigs at all uh so I'm grateful <laughs> to have had um, other things happen at this point, but um, it just, all of these things swirling around in my mind today. And, and look, I've gone from anger at the beginning of this, which I don't know if I really sounded that angry, but my face was feeling hot and I was just grumpy. And um, now I just feel better because all I've got to cry to my wonderful listeners all four of you. Thank you so much for your diligence. Enough. Um, but like, this is exactly what it is for me. This, this is how it works. This is where I, I pull together things that I notice about myself and I don't really know what the lessons are, if there are for anyone else, but I know that I learn a lot by hearing other people share stories of things that they see about themselves and experiences they've had. And and as much as I see people who it's like from the outside, we can sometimes see how great people are and what their talents are and what they bring to the world. And we want to see, I think by a large majority, we want to see people succeed. It's awkward and uncomfortable to watch people fail. And if you like to watch people fail, then ugh, we probably wouldn't get along super well and we won't be in a close circle together. And I'm going to choose to 
accept that that's the way that you are from a distance. Um, but I want people to win and I want myself to be included in that. And I want every day to be okay. Like to have the days where I feel like I get a lot done and other days where I maybe didn't even make it to the shower and, but the kids are alive and fed and, and a few moments of, of playtime or whatever it is. Um, all of those things are okay. Like even the times where I feel like I crash and burn, there's such value in just recognizing um, that it's all part of the experience. And oh, it's so interesting. I feel so much better. It's been about a half hour. This is probably about where I'm going to wrap it up, but that's really, that's just, uh, it's, it's a testament to me of like, well, this is why I, do this. Maybe it's not everyone's jam to tell you whatever random crap is on your mind to general public. For me, um, there's just a enormous amount of freedom in knowing that nothing is off limits. Like I'm totally an open book and, um, I know that I've done stupid things in the past and probably will in the future. And, and I own it. Like I know where those weaknesses are and I want them to be strong just as much as I want my body to be strong and have endurance and be able to accomplish things physically. I want to be, um, as emotionally and mentally aware, um, to be as strong and resilient as possible in, in every way. So, um, happy anniversary. To the I hardly know her listeners, um, I, even though no, I'm like, where do I even want to go to that sentence? I, it, it is what it was supposed to be. It is continuing to be what it is for now, and it may evolve, and it may end up continuing to be this sort of sporadic uh, thing of whatever I feel like podcasting about. But truthfully, that's where I, I gave myself that flexibility, I think even from the very first episode is that I don't know when I'm going to record these. Like right now I'm just taking a break between, I don't know. I had three zoom calls this morning. I've got another batch of work I got to do here in a little bit. And the kids were doing homeschooling at the table next to me and there's food all over the table from lunch and there's music blasting in the background. And all four of my kids are currently just, being busy kids and video there's video games in two of their hands the other one is well she go see what she's doing with the rubber gloves um but there's been just it's just a day this is marking the time that today was a regular awesome day of everything of knowing where I've come from and things I've already gone through recognizing I have challenges that I'm still going to need to um handle and very much embracing the parts of things in life I can control because the future comes very quickly and the future um, can be even more of a positive experience the, as, as actively as we can choose to participate in the decisions we make and in keeping our intentions true to ourselves and just doing the very best we can from minute to minute. Um, so... Thank you and happy, happy anniversary to my awesome listeners. Um, I really appreciate you so much and I wish you all the best out there in this wild world that we're living in. Um, and I guess until next time, 
enjoy your time and just really recognize it. Recognize your time for better or worse and decide what you want to do with the, with the awareness of your time in, in this life. Thanks for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. You can follow along with all of Megan's shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com. I'm Sean Hancock with RecycledMindsComedy.com. <laughs>